park rangers. Yours is YouTube. We'll get to that later, too. We'll know exactly which platforms to use as your pillar content and how to use the other platforms to amplify your personal brand. We'll dissect the social media platforms that dominate the business world today. I talked about some of those in Crush It, but they have evolved, and there are now even bigger ways to navigate them. I'll offer theoretical and tactical advice on how to become the biggest thing on old standbys like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and young upstarts like Musical.ly, audio-centric platforms like Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and newcomer Alexa and Google Home. Those who have been at this for a while will find useful the little-known nuances, innovative tips, and clever tweaks that have been proven to enhance more common tried-and-true strategies. If you've been watching me closely for years and you think you know it all, please reconsider. I talk to thousands of people every year, and I hear the same questions over and over. If so many still haven't perfected their game, there's a good chance you haven't either. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go off the script right now because I've realized I've been saying this in the last week in keynotes. I think the reason I'm really out there with crushing it right now and uh, and even doing this audiobook and wrote the book is I realized how much I wasn't going all in. Even though I was at the tippy top of the sphere 24 months ago, I really tripled down on my podcast, my video work, my team expanded. And the amount of content that I'm putting now into the ecosystem is extraordinary. And I was just underestimating how much I hadn't grabbed yet. I was fully, fully, fully all in, but I was still leaving so much on the table. And so I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, There's not a single person who's listening to this right now that isn't putting out enough content. It's unbelievable to me uh, how much is being left in the system. And so I'm excited. And that is the focus. Today could be the day that you finally get the little nugget of info that's going to help you pulverize whatever you've been holding back. Several of the people interviewed for this book said that they read Crush It multiple times. Entrepreneur and podcaster John Lee Dumas revisits it yearly. It's only 142 pages long, so not so dense that he couldn't figure out the gist in about an hour or so. And yet Dumas admits that he listened to the audiobook three times before he finally understood what I meant about personal branding. That eureka moment led him to found Entrepreneurs on Fire his daily podcast interviewing the country's most inspiring and innovative entrepreneurs. Today, his show is one of the top-ranked business podcasts on iTunes, grossing, stick with me here, grossing around $200,000 per month. I know this because he posts his monthly financials on his site and shares the details about his expenditures in his podcast and other entrepreneurs can learn from his smart moves and avoid his mistakes. That's just one example of the kind of surprise and delight the entrepreneurs in this book regularly conjure up to distinguish their personal brands from those of the competition and earn hordes of adoring, loyal fans. As always, I'm going to be real with you. Even if you absorb every lesson, follow every piece of advice in these pages, most of you reading or listening to this book will not become millionaires. Do not stop reading. Stick with me. None of the people interviewed for this book knew they'd become rich. They became rich because they were incredibly, ridiculously good at what they do and worked so goddamn hard no one else could keep up. Most started out with modest ambitions of earning enough to enjoy the good things in life, finding stability, supporting themselves and their families, and living on their own terms. 
achieve that kind of wealth, and you won't need riches. And who knows, maybe in the process of getting there, you, like John Lee Dumas, and his cohorts will discover that you do have the talent and marketing savvy to become a millionaire. There's only one way to find out. Either way, you win. It takes pressure and fire to turn a lump of unremarkable metal into a finely crafted work of art. This book is filled with inspiration and advice from others who have walked through those flames. Let them guide you so you can see what you're capable of becoming. Consider the experience of Louis Blaka. His Instagram is Louis Blaka, just spelled out B-L-A-K-A, who explained in this email how he went from art teacher to thriving artist by trusting his instincts and putting his passions to work. I'm a high school art teacher, but a fine artist at heart. Three years ago, I decided to give my art career a shot outside of my 7-3 to three teaching job. My artwork took off, but not as well as I had hoped. I didn't give up, but I did become a bit discouraged. I listened to Crush It two years ago and it helped me think bigger than just selling paintings. I saw a trend of wine and paint classes taking over the country. I asked myself why I wasn't hosting these classes if I had an actual teaching degree along with the experience of being a professional artist. Duh! So I took your advice of marketing through social and held a free, free guys, free, wine and paint class for my alma mater, Montclair State. I posted a picture of the event on my Instagram, and I started to get inquiries for booking classes. I started with a class of 10 people, with maybe one class every two or three months. And I've grown to at least three classes a month, with my next class scheduled to host 100 people. I spent zero dollars on marketing, with everything going through Instagram and word of mouth. I've been able to market my paintings, as an artist, through my wine and paint class customers. I've taken all the unused materials or waste from my class and used them for my personal artwork. I've been able to grow my personal career as an artist from selling a painting for $200 to having a painting auctioned off for $1,300 at New York City's Coffee Festival this past September. I started my wine and paint business with a free event with about 10 people at a college campus, and now I'm hoping to reach $30,000 in sales next year. I know it isn't much, but for a full-time teacher and artist, it's huge. The explosion of YouTube and Instagram, the emergence of podcasts, and the ubiquity of platforms like Facebook and Twitter all have led us to the tipping point I predicted nine years ago. You already have the tools to build the kind of powerful personal brand that can change your future. If you've been at this for a while and haven't gotten to where you want to go, this book will explain why. If you're a D-lister with eyes on the A-list, I can help you climb that ladder. I empathize. I was on the Z-list for years and know what the view looks like from down there. If you've been making excuses, you'll be exposed, at which point you can decide to stop dicking around and achieve what you set out to achieve, or admit that your version of crushing it looks a little different than you'd originally thought. See, this book is for two audiences. The first is for people who know to the depths of their souls that they are born to build something great. Natural-born entrepreneurs should find all the information they need to improve their current efforts or start making plans of their own. The second audience is everyone else who wants to work. 
not just the young, not just the tech-oriented, not just professionals in established careers or those looking to renew themselves because they've outgrown their industries, or worse, their industry is shrinking. It's in everyone's best interest to build a personal brand, even if they have little interest in becoming rich or famous. You're not computer savvy? Get the computer or tech skills you need to do this. It's not hard, and many of the people we talk to for this book have as little experience with computers as you do. In case you haven't noticed, no job is particularly stable anymore. Imagine the security you would feel if you had something going on on the side that could blow up big if you unexpectedly had nothing but time. Meet Pat Flynn. We'll talk about him later. Desperation can be a great motivator, but it's a lot less stressful if you plan ahead so that you never know the feeling. If you're earning what you need to live the life that you want and loving every day of it, you're crushing it. That's all I want for you. I think of the friends I grew up with who love video games, but whose parents forced them to stop playing because the games were new and scary and distracted them from their studies. Those kids may have grown up to make a decent enough living, but by doing something they tolerate or even hate. If only those parents could have seen how the world would evolve. Maybe the child who became a lawyer to please his parents could be earning the same amount now as an esports competitive gaming, promoter, or earning millions as a professional e-gamer. Either way, that lawyer would be infinitely happier. Parents are trying to get their children off Pokemon Go when augmented reality gaming is going to be huge for generations. They think their daughters should make less slime and do more algebra. Slime may be a fad. Slime could also become the conduit through which a girl learns the dynamic of supply and demand on Instagram and builds a million-dollar personal brand and company. The crazy thing is that she wouldn't be the first. Karina Garcia did it. She used to be a waitress. Now she's a successful YouTube star, famous for making, you guessed it, slime. How successful? With six-figure earnings every month. She was able to retire her parents. In 2017, she took a seven-week, 14-city tour to meet her fans. People paid 40 to $99 for VIP passes. Stories like that are no longer uncommon. They illustrate why we need to give our children as much freedom as possible to gravitate toward what they love doing. Because in their world, nothing will be off-limits when it comes to how you can make a good living and build a stellar career. When I was a kid making straight D's and F's, actually, I got caught reading baseball card catalogs in class so I'd know how much to charge for trades. And everyone would say, you're going to be a loser. Today, they'd say, 